Welcome to the first episode of Sun on Glitch, your podcast about everything gaming with myself, Brian, and my co-host for the episode, Atea and Jake. The topic we will be covering today is a long history of esports within the gaming world. With its small starts with the arcade machines all the way up to the modern day professional leagues that take up the majority of the gaming world. With our first topic, we are going to the very beginning of esports. Their main starts between 1972 and 1989. With the release of many uh, very small computer games, such as Space Wars, it led into the golden age of arcade gaming, with many arcade gaming sets becoming the main hubs of the first professional sport esports leagues where people would compete over such games as Space War or Space Invaders or Asteroids. This would cultivate the later gaming uh, fuck. Okay. In the early 1970s and the late 1980s, the early home gaming sets would provide uh, users with new experiences, such as personal personalized gaming to such games such as Mario or Legend of Zelda. The, new, the idea of an online multiplayer network started to develop as the internet started to become a, a thing, a new thing at the universities. So universities would connect via these internet internet lines and start playing games like the first online strategy game called Netrek, where 16 players were pitted against each other in a strategy type game to see who would win. Does everybody remember their first personal console? Mine was the 360. So you were not even the Xbox, just the Xbox no, 360? I didn't have an original Xbox. I, I think I think my uncle did, and I, I played on it. Oh, so I guess that makes it my first. Like, my first owned was the 360. Yeah, for me too, same. My first owned one was a, a 360, and I had a PlayStation 3, but Xbox just stole my heart. Oh, there was nothing like. What was the first one you guys played on? Like that wasn't yours. It must have been the Xbox then. Like the OG Xbox. The OG, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about like today's consoles and not like you know Game Cubes and Wii's, then it was still the 360 for me. On I, I, I think I I still count the Game Cube within today's consoles. Okay. Then my first was definitely the GameCube. I played like this game called Rampage, where you just run around destroying buildings. I think I, I remember that for countless hours every day. Did you guys ever play on the N64 at all? Uh, I didn't. Um, I don't think so. No. That's too bad. That was that was my first experience with that. That was my favorite thing to do. I don't remember what I used to play. But I think it was um. Everybody knows. GoldenEye N64 that you have to. That's like one of the OGs. OG shooting games. One of the first first person shooters. That's what I used to play all the time. But past that, it was it was like the usual getting into a Wii because my parents wouldn't let me have an Xbox 360 because they thought it'd be too violent. Uh-huh. I feel like everyone's first like step from those OG games is like a Wii. I feel like that's just everyone's first step. Yeah, that's like transition console. Personal gaming systems got smaller with handheld systems such as the Game Boy, which provided the question to those early gamers. Can I play with my friends on this same game system? 
So Nintendo started to develop ways where you could connect with your friends on certain games, such as Pokemon, uh, which allowed them to connect via a cord so they could trade and play other certain games with each other. Modern gaming is something those who are age are used is used to by now. PC, Xbox, or PS4. We all share some of those same games that we both grew up with and are playing today. Oh. Can you tell me about some of your early experiences with online gaming? One of the uh, main games I played that was early on in my online gaming was uh, Team Fortress 2. Uh, it was a weird game with hats and uh, just played with a bunch of other people. I met a lot of my online friends through that game. Uh, I spent a lot of time in community servers and kind of just messed around on there. I didn't really actually even play the real game, but once I did, it was a lot of fun. As internet started to become more and more widely available and more and more a part of culture, the connection to other people across the world became a whole lot easier. The production of, of the Xbox by Microsoft would allow players to play against one another from anywhere with a stable internet connection. This would establish a precedent across all sorts of consoles. This would be also be the first start of console gaming and would lay the foundation for other platforms such as PlayStation or getting into personal computer gaming. Could you tell me about the gaming's impact on your childhood and your growing up days? I feel like playing video games at a young age and growing up really... I am would consider myself an introverted person. And uh, gaming to me was a lot... Uh, a lot of the main ways I would communicate with my friends, like as friends, we would just sit around, play video games together, go to, over to each other's houses. And then eventually with online gaming, we kind of just played online together. PC gaming started its early days in the university as programmers started to make their own independent games in their own computers after that. Doom becoming one of the first popular PC games, spawning many other offsprings, such as Team Fortress 2 and Quake. With those early foundations being set, competition became evident as PC wanted to compete with that of Xbox and PlayStation. PC allowed for more online access, so games like Quake became a huge hub for competition. New companies started popping up, some creating some of the most iconic games in gaming history. Valve, for example still exists today and has created some of the likes of Counter-Strike, Team Fortress, and Team Fortress 2, and Half-Life, just to name a few. As online streaming services were created in the early 2010s, it allowed anyone to stream that, that what they were playing and compete with others on a platform as to put it out there into the world. The rise of esports on places like Twitch would create communities of their own and put all these games on the world stage. What about computers? Does, everybody, does anybody remember their first, like, access to a computer mine was the family computer the only gaming i ever really did on that was like cds and like like as like a like a kid kid my first pc i bought pre-built i don't even remember the website and it was just awful and my current pc which i i've had ever since cost me a fortune and um, but I'm very happy I have it. Every, everybody had that like everybody shared a computer at that point when in like the when we were less than ten. Yeah. Everybody had those games. It was yeah. great. I had a computer that was in like my living room that everyone used. And as a kid I would play like Sims and Zoo Tygoon. 
oh, over God. and over again. And that's all I did. I never switched to PC. I, I want to, it's just, it seems so complicated and expensive. So I'm still a console person, but I used to play on like the family computer a lot. Yeah, you're right about that. It it's it's expensive, but it it starts you start to understand it a little bit more once you actually get a PC. Like oh, I agree. Yeah. I'm sure I would understand like once I got into that, but I would probably be that person that also like buys a pre-built one that's just absolutely horrible the first time and it would take me <laughs> a bit to, to figure it out, but eventually we'll get there. I, I did that because my PC right now can barely run Overwatch on medium. So it, you just need to get into it or just contact somebody that has experience in it so they'll get you a good um, pre-built one for like decent because nowadays you can get one that's like $900 and can run Call of Duty uh, Cold War on my, my Max. Mm-hmm. Eventually we'll get there. A lot of my friends are starting to switch over so I know eventually one day I'm going to have to do it. I'm just pushing it off at this point. We're still we're still trying to convert everybody. It's okay. You guys ever played Toontown as a kid? Yes. No. Thank wait, God. Toontown. What Come the... on. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Toontown oh, was the God. best. Toontown Club Penguin. Um, oh, Club Penguin Webkins. I yes. Messed up. I oh, always yeah. liked the sledding uh, game on Webkins. Oh my God! Yeah. That was it. Was the Polar Plunge? Ah. Uh, the Polar Plunge. So good. Or the um the one game where you would mine rocks and try to find like gems for a crown. Yeah, I remember yep. that. God. Good times. It's too Man. bad they just deleted all the accounts. I tried to my access mine like a few weeks ago and they deleted it. They made it like now or on Webkins where you can like usually you'd have to go and buy the toy that like came with the card as a kid, but like now you can just get like a free cat online so like you don't even have to buy a webkins anymore you get a free one that was half the fun spoiled no you had to hunt them out find like they had like freaking like rainbow unicorns and stuff you had to hunt them out yeah there were some of them were rare it was like beanie babies this is what's wrong with the world exactly yep they just got to add back that feature and the world problems would be solved no more covid no more Trump no more on anything. The world of esports has a very young history and plays its part in the culture of the new generations as they were raised on gaming. Within the recent decade, esports has become a real contender for professional sports as many other leagues of professional sports have made leagues for specific sports games and many companies who have produced certain games are producing leagues as well for the professional grade players who want to establish themselves to an audience. Esports is a definite future of what sports will look like. Those who play in the leagues will be the pioneers of early esports for more games to come. 